Welcome back to Sticky Notes from the Road, round four. This time around, we'll recap some fantastic things going on in the touring world. As always, share a few freebies, including not one, but two albums from one of the greatest alternative artists of all time. And of course, tell a tour story. Enjoy Sticky Notes from the Road, episode four. Thanks for sticking with me for the duration of this quarantine. I seriously can't believe we've already hit episode four. It's wild. It's so wild. Again, I just want to thank last week's guest, Andrea Goodrow, for sharing her story with us all as we are still in Mental Health Awareness Month. I just want to note that 320 Fest last weekend was such an inspiring way to bring a community together. There were some fantastic performances during it, but there were also a lot of informative and inspiring panels led by musicians, some really fantastic health professionals, and some of our friends. For anyone that missed it, there are a lot of additional resources on their site, 320festival.com, so I encourage you to check that out. Also, a reminder, if anyone out there is in a critical mental scenario, searching for immediate help, please contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273-8255. This month holds a very special place in my heart. As I've had my own mental health journey over the last decade and feel super fortunate to have found peace and healing through therapy and finding ways to express my thoughts and emotions. So please feel free to reach out for any general positive vibes if you ever need them. And just know we all as humans deal with this and you're truly not alone. All right, on to the freebies. For all of you Animal Crossing obsessives right now, Nintendo has released an entire page of free wallpapers. Seems crazy, but for any of you out there that are looking to get a little bit of Animal Crossing on your computer, this is the place to get them. I know everyone right now is sort of stuck at home working from home, or a lot a lot of us are stuck at home working from home. So why not spice up your wallpaper? You know, get, get a little Mario going, get some Animal Crossing, get some Luigi, etc. But you can find those at nintendo.com slash wallpapers. Definitely worth a check out. If anyone is looking for some more free online gaming... GOG.com is offering a dozen or so completely free games on their site. It looks like they're a bunch of RPG-style games from the 90s, things that everybody sort of went crazy for once online gaming became a thing. So again, GOG.com slash partner slash stay underscore at underscore home. Check it out. It seems pretty cool. It, it they, they'd all look like a, a bunch of wild RPGs and fun, quick little online games. So if you're still bored at home, check that out. One more surprising freebie, and I couldn't believe that this was real, but Nine Inch Nails is giving away not one, but two free albums right now on their site. Clearly, Trent & Co. are still believers in providing music for the people, not for the corporations. So if you want 
to get your alt-electro jams on, check out store.nin.com slash products slash ghosts dash digital dash download. Insane. So two free Nine Inch Nails records available right now. I downloaded them both. Going to check them out. It seems like they're they're most recent too. I'm sure it's just super electro-laden. Very stoked to check that out. Now on to a tour story. I had the privilege in 2012 to get to travel to the far off continent of Australia. It was a bucket list journey for me. I was beyond stoked to get to go. I had looked forward to it so much just to get to travel there, let alone get to go work and get paid to go there. And in 2012, four years strong, who I had worked for earlier in my touring career, was going to play Soundwave, which was sort of like a much bigger version of Warp Tour in Australia because there's only so many cities you can hit in Australia in the course of a week to 10 days. And they tried to pack them all in, usually much larger headliners. That year it was Slipknot, Marilyn Manson, um, and I think System of a Down were the three. So it was usually a heavier lineup, but I felt super fortunate. Four Year was playing, and we also got to hang out and travel quite a bit with Fireworks, Saves the Day, and I Am the Avalanche, all who had become super close friends over that that time of touring. And we even played some off-day shows with both Fireworks and I Am the Avalanche. So Four Year headlined a bunch of random like side, they would do like, they'd call them side waves. They were just side shows. So the big show would be in, you know, like a soccer football stadium type vibe place, huge field to, to hold enough people that were coming to see a Slipknot and a Manson and, and that. And then they would do these random day off shows in between where you'd play like a tiny club filled with like 500 insane kids. And it just, and it, they were all sold out too. Cause kids just, you know, the artists don't get to, Australia as often as, you know, a, a U.S. artist plays the Americas. They might play America five times in the course of a year and get to Australia every five years. So it was crazy to see how insane kids were going for those side shows, just because how often did you get to see a band like that play in a tiny room? So, and everybody did it. I think even the bigger artists of those years did some kind of sideshow. So it was kind of wild. I'll just never forget. To me, it was like a vacation tour. I wasn't in charge. I was just there to help for year. I was guitar teching and helping with stage duties. I was not tour managing at the time. So for me, it was just like getting to go on a vacation with a dozen of my friends. And we traveled together. We went to the beach and we sort of explored every city because the way Soundwave worked at at a four-year strong level at that point was they were only carrying their guitars and and sort of essential pieces of gear with them. And then in every city, there was a full backline available to them at every show in every part of Australia. So they would we would like reset that up every day, but we would literally put all the specific four-year gear in a square that was like boxed out every day by the stage manager and then somebody else picked it up and put it in the truck because they had a very specific way that they would 
load all the gear and then it would just get trucked onto the next show. So we would show up about an hour before they were supposed to go on, prep everything, play a show, break it all down, put it back in our square and then go watch the festival. It was wild. And some of the highlights of that were the group of people that we were all together there hanging out love Marilyn Manson. And so they took it upon themselves. It was a bunch of dudes in four-year fireworks and some other, like it was like random friends that were just around playing shows there or on on the tour uh, and then other crew people. But they would watch Manson and then find their way backstage as quick as they could when he was done and find the path they thought he would come off stage from and then like clap or cheer for him as he came off stage And the way the story goes that I was told, because I didn't see this firsthand, but I heard about it minutes later, was they did that one day and he went, bullshit, fuck you guys, no way. And they were like, no, man, you are the greatest. We love you. And they were just like cheering for him, clapping and, and like wigging out. And he was like, all right, my real friends, though, they clapped for me with middle fingers. And he like did it with his middle fingers and and they were like, all right, dude, we got you. And so every day from that point on, they would watch his set, if as long as we weren't playing it at that time, and then run backstage to get to the side stage in order to do this. And then one of the times they were also sort of squished that he went down them in a line and gave them like a middle finger high five. This made all of these, like at that time we were all in our 20s, like 20-something-year-old kids who had Marilyn Manson posters on their wall in the 90s just like lose their shit. And it sounded like throughout the course of the week, 10 days-ish that we were all out on this thing, they had so many strange interactions with Manson. And they had befriended his monitor guy who let them just like hang out by him and watch the show. It was insane. It was just kind of like, unless you were there and hearing or hearing it like firsthand, a firsthand account of what just went down, you'd never believe that that happened. But it just seemed like Manson was on another level. He loved that everybody was giving him these crazy accolades and they, they sort of, did it every day and it just became this insanely amazing and hilarious to me thing also another funny story from that whole thing is we stayed in a lot of the same hotels that was just how they would book the tour out so like especially the bands that were playing the sideshows they'd be in the same hotel so it was easier to like coordinate moving you from the hotel to the venue etc and one of the nights, I can't remember where we were, but everybody had gone out to dinner and then we were all sort of out on the street together on the sidewalk. And then all of a sudden people were just making like an arch way, like dudes like holding hands over top of other people and like forcing our friends to go through it. And then they were just being jerks and people like running through it and cheering and wigging out. And then they were trying to like force just people coming down the sidewalk under the archway. And some people thought it was the funniest thing and played along. And then some people thought it was people. We were just insane on the sidewalk. But I'll just never forget that trip going thousands and thousands of miles away from home, seeing a country and continent that I... If you were to ask me when I was a kid if I ever thought I'd go to Australia, I probably would have said, there's no way I'll ever get to Australia. It just seems so far away. So to get to go with some of my best friends of my 20s and people that I had spent so much time with day in and day out, and now we're basically like on a 
vacation tour. It's summertime there. We like were in the ocean every day and everything was very coordinated and we didn't have to worry about it. Or I didn't have to. So I was grateful for that. And so we just had so much fun. I, I'll never forget that. That was just hands down one of my favorite things to experience. I don't think if I went back to Australia, I would ever experience it the same way just because I would be busier now. But it just was so much fun and so amazing. And our one of our like local Australians who was our front of house engineer, he had an early GoPro because like GoPros were a thing, but it was like becoming a thing. And he was just kind of shooting everything. Like we'd go on these little side trips and he would shoot them. And then a month later or so after we had come back from Australia, he cut it all into basically like a little music video. And so it's still on YouTube for your put it up. So if you want to check out, see a visual to this story, uh, you can go find the infected, which was one of their, a, a track off off their record at the time. And it's, it's labeled the infected in parentheses Soundwave 2012. And it just shows our like ridiculous adventures. And then the shows, which were amazing and, you know, Australia, again, because they, they don't get so many American artists, especially like in that much of a grouping at once, kids just lose it. And it was just a fun, fun, fun experience. I feel like one of the days I went with some of the four-year guys because I'm the Avalanche was playing a set after they were done. And like, we just went and watched the show from the pit and like, we're in the pit. And it's, and I hadn't probably done that in years at that point because you're, especially when you're working, you're not, you're never going to do that. You're going to watch from the side of the stage, but we just like went into the crowd and watched the show. And it was just so, so, so much fun. I, I owe a lot to the four year strong dudes for the career that I've had. They gave me a shot when I was 22 years old and saw that I was responsible and could learn and adapt and find my way through becoming a crew person, a touring person, uh, a tour manager. And, you know, I, I parted ways maybe a little too soon now in hindsight, I wish I would have stayed with those guys a little bit longer. Cause it was, it was the most family feel or one of the most family feels of a, a touring group of people I've ever been a part of. And they had some fantastic people who kept it going after I left and just, you know, it's where like, we've, I've been to their weddings. They've, all sort of sort of formed little businesses in their hometown and they're like still the greatest friends. And it's so cool to see them all winning. They've wandered down different paths and found sort of other interests in adulthood and then found a way to come back and write, I think one of their best records ever that came out this year. Definitely worth uh, a listen, brain pain shout out for you. Miss you guys. Love you. I don't know if any of you listen to this at all, but one of the, like heaviest ripper fantastic records they've written and again australia 2012 what a time shout out to all the dudes in fireworks saves a day crew uh, and i'm avalanche those those guys those were some of the best people to tour with ever especially in my 20s and i miss them dearly and i hope we all get to go back to making a living traveling the world and touring again soon and Thanks for checking this episode out. If you're not already, come follow us on Instagram at Notes from the Road Pod. And please, please, please subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, 
or Google Play. Notes from the Road is produced by Isaac Burkhart and Andrew Cook with music courtesy of the band Speakers. I'm your host, Evan Peary, and until next time, see ya.